Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in the driveway. Hey guys, I'm your Uncle Wes. I'm sitting here with Dan and Trav right here in the driveway. We thought we were having some major stormage come through this evening, but it did, and it worked out nicely. It did get a little chilly. It did, did. You know, I don't think I ever, in our live stream last week, Dan, I apologize. I introduced Trav because of his heart issues and his uh, major, major, major medical problems that he's <laughs> having. But I did not um, I did not even introduce you in the last cast, man. That's okay. I apologize, buddy. We, so, we worked through it. So given that situation, I want to introduce my good friend to my left. If you're listening on the radio, it's to your left side of the speaker, uh, Mr. Dan <laughs> Matichero. <laughs> that's an old uh larry munson reference he used to do that when he was describing the ball game right hey everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing buddy good uh so i think uh operation buckus uh initially is a success yeah so we sprung a dog on my wife today and um Last week, when you last week, this. When yeah, yeah. This, the initial reaction was we didn't talk about it at the other cast very much. The initial reaction was, Whose dog is that? Right? What's our dog? No, whose dog is that? It's our dog. You gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and then I put it in her arms and it has not left her arms. No, she'd been walking around cuddling that little yeah. puppy all night. Yeah, yeah no that doubt. That pup- puppy is probably the size of my hand. And literally just peed three times the size of his body outside. That's true. Yeah. yeah and we yeah. got him potty trained already. He peed outside. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. Uh, it sure was you. just complete luck and timing. Yeah. Yeah. I assure you. I assure you do not. But maybe uh, on our next live stream, you need to tune in. We'll have Buck yeah, Kiss we'll the show, Puppy. show you right. Buck Kiss. Yeah. The Buck Kiss the Driveway Puppy uh, mm-hmm. show up. And then the and week after, we'll have Panther eating Buck Kiss live. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then next year, we'll have Buck Kiss eating Luna. Yes, I would tune in. Put that behind a paywall. Because Ace right? was like with tail wagging, having a good time. Luna was like, "Oh, it's shocker!" Luna was like, "Motherfucker, what?" Yeah, right? no, no way. She was the baby. What? Yeah. No she was way. like, "What?" Oh. That dog was being a hole. Did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. So, have you guys ever accidentally dialed nine one one with your? phone butt dialed it whatever i i, I don't think so i don't think so well i i don't know if i told on a podcast i did once i was cleaning a grill and it was in my pocket and i kind of i guess the i guess the power button got held down okay because right. it was in my pocket uh-huh. and that it usually cuts things down, off right well i think well, in, on an iPhone, the new it gives iPhones, you option to shut it off for emergency sos yeah so that part of the features of the iphone is it's going to alert authorities you know the car wreck detection detection right. all that yeah stuff. well one of them is you hold down the power button all right if you're in a car wreck do you have the and you're injured how are you going to hold down the power button no this is not the same as the car wreck they detect the car wreck oh okay based on the phone bouncing around the inside of your car so <laughs> this instance so if, if you're, you're riding your so bike, if you're getting robbed you, you could put your hand in your pocket and just hold down the power button and they, they don't say anything to you. It just automatically dials 911. They know where you are, and they send people. Right. That happened to me when I was doing a grill. A cop showed up, tapped me on the shoulder. So I had headphones on. I was doing a grill. I accidentally called 911. Well, apparently, 
a kid who was playing Rainbow Six Siege Ooh. had a phone in his pocket and did the same thing, and they could hear him. And right. apparently, he just had a, a <coughs> double kill. Ha! So he's on he's on he's on the headphone talking to his his people he's playing with. He's like, right. yeah, he's like, I just got two. I just killed two. And and the cops showed up, like SWAT showed up. Oh snap! So the kid like swatted himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the in the headphones when the cops were listening. He said, "I just killed two people." Right. And he was talking to his friends on Rainbow Six. Hmm. So it was it was about they said it was a little bit over two minutes after he said that that the, they were the there. cops were there. Mm. Front porch. Guns drawn. The kid's like, I've never had a gun pointed at me in my life. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> right? I'd imagine. Well, so. for anybody listening, I'm Travis. I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I didn't get yeah. introduced on the last one, I just he, took up right, the whole uh, thing. He's, oh, he's talking about Rainbow Six over right, here. Yeah. So I uh, crossed the table from him, my good friend, <laughs> Burnt Sugar. Burnt Sugar. Still alive. Yeah. Still with us, Merch. Yeah, barely, barely, <laughs> barely. I had some high blood pressure, right? So, yeah. He's got. You I didn't have to have my heart replaced with a baboon heart, and then couple of IVs, a microwave attached to it. Yeah, couple of IVs. Actually, they did they did the IV wrong. It only got like a quarter of an IV. If anybody at home's interested, I I am standing by with these two some bitches with my defibrillator. I have one. I got in. it off you Amazon for twenty nine ninety nine. I have one built in. You don't need to worry about me. You defibrillate me, and you. Probably get knocked across the, the right. fucking room. It's like a re- reverse defibrillation. <laughs> yeah. Like it. like the the trying to make the poles match on the magnet kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. When I was in the ER, the doctor was like, "Well, outside the blood pressure, we can't really figure out anything else that's wrong because all your blood work looks good. So, EKGs look good, heart heart looks good, just high blood pressure." Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You got to take medication now, or are they just saying, all right, first step is... Well, they gave me some medication to get me... Uh, now I've got a doctor's appointment with a primary care doctor to get me to that, so... Well, big pharma's kicking in. You're going to be... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I didn't even... Well, no, I know that... Pfizer man. No, I did not. <laughs> no, it, that was not the company, because I looked. Yeah, I don't have any Pfizer shit yeah. either, I'm thinking. Right. Well, speaking of Pfizer and Moderna... Oh, man, oh, here we go. I got a clip. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Ready? By the way, perfect setup, Dan. Thank you all for bringing up Pfizer and Moderna. You were trying to make fun of me, but I turned it into radio gold. Okay. That's that's why you're here. As you say, cardiology, we have now in a clinic a super exciting program when we inject mRNA in people's heart after a heart attack to grow back new blood vessels to help revascularize the heart. So it's a bit like science fiction medicine, but that's... That is really exciting to me. But the, the other side of this is that right now, Moderna, though it has this pipeline, has one commercial product, and that's the spike vax. That's the actual COVID vaccination. So that's the irony of COVID, is it really has in some ways allowed you to go and develop these other areas because of the revenues that came through the door. You're 100% right. As you say, the ironies, the irony is that you build a shit product that's so we're going to give you, you enough we're money. Gi- we're going to give you a shot that's going to ruin your heart. And then we're going to give you another shot that's going to fix it. Hey. Right. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. Hey, I, I, I think that's brilliant business plan, Dan. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to hate on the business plan side of it. Just so we're clear. I hate on the business plan side of it. But 
you know, if you had shown that to me before the other night when I had to go to the ER for high blood pressure, I'd have just laughed it off. Now I'm like, I, now I got to go into the freaking hospital when I, or whenever I get my blood pressure right. tested. Like, yo, if y'all put that shit in my heart, I'm going to fuck some people up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. They're going to grow back you vessels. You'll be all right. Maybe. Anyways, let's hear from some other health professionals. Okay. I wanted to ask you a question. Um, I'm asking all of my teenage patients this. Uh, I had your mother step out of the room because what we discuss here is confidential and private. Um, this is a training video for uh, pediatric doctors. Yeah, we're not but stepping out. as your parent, she is able to look at your medical record for whatever we put on there. Okay. So what we discuss here, we can just talk about it. And there are certain parts that if you want me to just make note for myself, then I will make that note. But otherwise, it will be in your record. And if it's asked for, um, they will have access to that. So um, I want to ask you about your gender identity. Are you comfortable having that conversation right now? Sure. All right. Would you say that you identify as a boy, girl, or transgender, or non-binary, or maybe some other gender? Actually, I don't really identify as a boy or a girl. I know some people look at me and think I'm a boy, but it doesn't really bother me. Awesome. I'm glad it doesn't bother you. That's really good. Um, so for our system, I'm going to go ahead and put other, if that's okay with you. Um, because I feel like from what you're telling me, being specific about girl, boy, transgender, or non-binary doesn't fit. Is other okay? Yep. All right. And we can have further conversation about your gender identity if you'd like um, now or maybe at another time. But we can talk more about it to help you kind of navigate what that looks like for you. If I find out a doctor is talking to... A male doctor is talking to my female daughter, 15, about gender and this kind of stuff. We, he's going to have bigger issues than I ask to see his medical records. Okay, that sounds great. It might be different the next time I come in to talk to you. Awesome, sounds good. <laughs> in this scene, the clinician did several things well. He, no, he First, didn't. He didn't he do a goddamn thing well. the way. adolescent patient's parent to leave the room no. so he can have a private conversation with the patient. No. Second... He made sure the patient knew that although their conversation is confidential, any information in the medical record could be read by a parent. He also asked the patient for permission to put the information in the medical record. Finally, the clinician was supporting and affirming with the patient. Who, who are these people? You'll never guess what hospital system that is. Medical University. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is uh, the Medical University of South Carolina. Was South the, Carolina just kidding. was a guy playing the doctor Aziz Ansari from Parks and Rec? It was not. Okay. It was a black dude. Okay, you racist. But wait, wait, it, I, but their Twitter the one their Twitter profile says they're voted Charleston's hospital of choice a remarkable fifteen years in a row. MUSC provides world-class patient care in a wide range of specialty areas. Like, literally, the training video is for you to teaching a doctor how to be subversive to the adolescent child's parents. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. And that's South Carolina. A supposed red What state. are they doing in New York? <laughs> yeah, well, what's the Medical University of New York system doing, or California? So I go back to my question from last week. What's the political answer for that? I don't want to say it on the air. <laughs> Wood chippers. 
Okay. That just another category of people to be thrown out of helicopters. I, I don't know. Ooh, well, there you go. I'm down with that. You know, I'm always down with that. Yeah. That that's insane. Coming after our kids. The fucking song was not a parody. Well, I mean, they started with the gun question. Do you have any guns in your house? They had doctors asking that fucking question. Now, all right, for one thing, all right, my wife being a nurse, she goes in with the to the doctor with my daughter. And if a doctor come to her and said, would you please leave the room? She would say, you can fuck right on off. Oh, yeah. Number one. Number one. Oh, but usually percent. most people that aren't nurses, most most people that aren't nurses would say, okay, doc, yeah, yeah, you need to do something. Why Why would you leave your adolescent child alone with, with any? I, I don't care if they're a doctor or not. Alone with any adult. Yeah. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. But there are so many people, and, and it's one of the things I learned from being married to a nurse. They just blindly put faith in physicians because they've got the DR or the MD by their name. And and look, these guys, they are definitely smart people. No doubt. Medical school's hard. Residencies are hard. There's, light, there's very little sleep. There's all this shit. But they are not fucking geniuses. And I hear stories, and I I can't describe them because of HIPAA violations. I can't even tell you which hospitals, that, and my wife has worked at several. I can't tell you how many times either my wife or other nurses have saved somebody's fucking life because the physician was a fucking idiot. Yeah, I I agree with that 100%. And you, you should question everything, including your physician. Like, I mean, it... And and you can have one that you like and you trust. I know Dan's talked about his heart doctor, mm-hmm. and he loves him, right? And, and see, right, you need to give him a referral. But yeah. no, I don't need a cardiologist; just blood pressure. Ain't nothing wrong with my heart. When you do, right? Yeah, Get which is like in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, go ahead. But uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, if if the doctor was like, "Well, you need to get the jab and uh, pick up a three pack a day smoking habit," like I have some questions there, doc. Right? Let me. You cool if I get a second opinion on that? You know, like, you know, so I think a lot of people, just, you just got to ask questions, right? And and that's the, that's the key. But a lot of people just blindly accept. My mother and father-in-law were the world's worst. They're physician. And thing is, is my mother-in-law was a damn LPN. She was a nurse. But Doc said I needed to do this, and, and April would get mad at her. It's like, well, why does he want you to do this? Well, I don't know. He told me to do it. Well, you got to ask the damn questions, man. You've got, if so, if they prescribe a medication, ask what it's supposed to do. Ask those questions. Why do I need this medication? Yeah, I mean, when I got the new medication, I looked it up. Like, yeah. Hey, what is it? Half of it's a diuretic. And when your pharmacist gives you that medication, wherever you get it from, Go home and match it against what the physician told you it was supposed to be. Right. Because when my daughter was a kid, we went to get medications for her because she was sick. And the doctor gave her some sh- I mean, the, ph- the f- doctor prescribed one thing, but the pharmacist screwed up and gave her something that would well, fucking yeah, have killed her. And if I beings. hadn't have noticed it, right. I would have given it to her. You got human b- beings involved in the process, so... 
Yeah, anyway, sorry, I got off. You want some good news? Yeah. I mean, I know we can go on the transgender and doctor stuff. Man, I'm, yeah. But I will play some good news. All right, let's do it. Y'all ready? I can't wait to hear it. One of them last Congress called on Speaker Pelosi at the time to release the, the adjacent Capitol Hill security footage of all things that happened on that day. Is that something that you'd be interested in doing? Um, Congressman Gates said that he said that you would be willing to do that. Is that yeah, I, I think the public should see what has happened on day. I've watched what Nancy Pelosi did, where she politicized it. We're for the first time in the history as a speaker, not allowing the minority to appoint to a committee to pick and choose. We watched the politicization of this. I think the American public should actually see all what happened instead of a report that's written for a political basis. And so uh, I think the answer. We're looking through that. I want to be very thoughtful about it. But yes, I'm engaged to do that. So that's McCarthy saying he's yeah. ready to release all that January 6th footage. Mm. Do it. 14,000 hours. Really, who's going who's going? watch all but that. somebody's gonna dig through it yeah and you're gonna find clips a, that, somebody will and there'll, there'll be clips coming out of right that's gonna show the and then they'll claim it's edited and so you know i gotta be honest with you i i'm, I'm a little torn right I, I don't like mccarthy i feel like what the 20 folks did standing up and not voting for him as speaker and holding it up looks like they sent a shot across the bow and Kevin McCarthy in the day is a political whore, so he's just going to do what's expedient for him to gain more well, power. Well, it's what we've talked about with our senator to the east, or not senator, congressman. congressman to the east, is, you know what? I mean, it's obvious that he's going to win that that election when we were, we were doing election stuff. Well, let's make sure we can influence him. Let's get his ear. Mm. Yeah. Now, I don't know that's necessarily worked, but because he was out there voting for McCarthy from the get go, but still, it's but but with McCarthy, it apparent right now, short term, it worked. And if 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 you got a political whore in there that's going to go wherever the breeze flows, make sure the breeze is flowing the right fucking direction. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because Kevin McCarthy. I don't even know that he has any real principles. No, he doesn't. His principle is, how do I gain and keep power as long as possible? That's his principle. Mm-hmm. And so I think what Gates, Chip Roy, some of these folks did was to say, hey, you know what? You really don't have the power. We have the power. And you're going to do what we want to get the power you want. Yep. It was quite brilliant. No, it worked. And yeah. and you know what? I mean, a lot of, at first I was like, uh-oh, you know, Gates is about to get removed from, because that's the threat. Right. The threat is, all right, once I'm speaker or, or I'm whip or whatever, your ass was not going to have committee appointments. I'm going to ensure it. That's the threat. Well, you know what? To get there, you better fucking do what we ask you to do is a power move that that's 3d chess right there man definitely 3d chess yeah and it it once again it proves a a small minority that's committed can make big changes yes but there's a way that see the one of the things the more we get involved in like the politics and kind of the behind the scenes stuff is 
how politics actually work. Yeah. Right. So Joe Schmo congressman runs and says, oh, I'm going to fight for lower taxes and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. All this stuff. And, you know, you're a state senator and you're sending me a mailer that says you're going to stop illegal immigration. Right. Yeah. But Which now, in retrospect, given what's going on in Key West, maybe, maybe, maybe it's got, there's a little power there. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, but the way that the, the, the game behind the scenes works, you know, we don't understand. And for those 20, you know, five to 20, I think there was only six of them that never voted for McCarthy. Right. You know, to make that, they had to have the leverage. They had to do it the right way. You know, it couldn't be selfish. You know, it couldn't be, and and it looks like they've they've succeeded so far. I mean, I guess we'll see, but yeah. Well, that's the thing. This is proof. I mean, yes, this is on a federal level. This is in Congress, but it is absolute proof that a few vocal people with the right ideas can impact change that's exactly what it is all right us three sitting in this driveway i i without sounding arrogant i have no doubt that we have impacted policy and change in our county and have had some influence on a higher level well you just have to get off your ass and and not be intimidated into being quiet because, I mean, that was the big thing that a lot of people were saying. It's like, listen, we don't like what's going on, but I, I don't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Right. But there, there's a there's a way to handle things. Right. And there's a way oh, yeah. to utilize leverage. And what the speaker whole thing that happened tells us that you you have to be able to utilize that leverage in a way that is, A, it makes sense. B, it's doable. Right. Yeah, it's got to be realistic. And, yeah. and and they understood all the parliamentarian features that they had to go through to get this done, to get the changes they want done. Yep. Right? It wasn't just a bunch of Facebook videos, right? And it wasn't a bunch of FOIA requests asking dumb questions. It, 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 it wasn't this just dumb activism. It was very pointed, very specific. And using, got, the, using the rules of the game to impact the game in, in their favor. That's and, exactly and look, right. I, I don't know how many pictures I've seen of the house floor from that Friday night where it's Marjorie Taylor Greene holding a phone and it's Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And she keeps trying to hand it to these people. So because he's out there stumping from McCarthy, telling him to knock it off. Yeah. And they're just telling him no. Like, hey, they, they, like and, and the, the one picture I remember is Marjorie. I forget who it is, but she's trying to hand the phone and the guy's just like stonewalling her. Like, no, nah, I'm good. No, I don't want to yeah. talk to him. Right, I mean, so I don't know. I I, I have a I want to say hope. I think the federal system might be just inexplicably broken forever, but maybe we can kind of get it somewhat maybe, maybe, headed maybe. in the right direction. Yeah. Just, the The problem is, and the concern is, the problem and concern is it's just short term solutions to long term problems. Yes, we impacted change. We got McCarthy doing what he's supposed to do. He's towing the line. He's he's going. He he's put his finger in the wind and he realized the wind is broke. That was funny. that was, that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. So, 
but he's re- he's realized that that was I mean that's where the wind's blowing so he's got to do what he's got to do but if the wind changes he's just going to go back to doing whatever the fuck he wants to do so what we have to do is ensure we have to tow this line we have to hold strong hold the line not tow it and ensure that the change continues and then we have an opportunity to fix a broken system well, and the problem we run into is there's so many people that refuse to get involved in, say, a primary where you can get – look, what what if there were 70 Matt Gage, Chip Roy's, Warren Bubbers that said, no, nah, we're never doing this. Right. McCarthy never becomes speaker at that point. Oh, yeah. That'll never happen. And, and 70, that is uh, – Less than 20% of the whole House, mm-hmm. less than 40% of the Republican majority. I mean, so it's not like this huge number, but I mean, seriously, there was like six to 20. Right. Well, that, it started with five and it ended up being 20 that right. kind of were a fly in the ointment. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I think we, it, it, and it's on us, right? We, we have to get better candidates. We, when those candidates run, we have to financially support them. And when they run, we have to go over them in primaries. One of the things that I think was the most important rule change was they made Kevin McCarthy agree in 24 not to get involved in safe Republican primaries. So if it's a safe Republican district, he cannot send money to, in the primary. Right. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because you, you free up those resources to help somebody in another district. No, 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 no. No, you, you no, can't you, manipulate the primary to your rhino correct. guy. Your, your yeah. establishment. That, you yep. that, that, that's it. I mean, you're, you're right, too. But the main point is you no longer have McCarthy throwing money behind an establishment guy that it m- creates an unfair advantage in a primary just because they're an incumbent. Right. Yeah, because naturally somebody like McCarthy doesn't want any more than those 20 yeah, he, to be in Congress. Yeah, he, he, so if you you're going to primary other people to get somebody like those twenty in there, McCarthy would right funnel money to stop. So that, that was one of the concessions. That so is very no, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so now you 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 know people like a Matt Gates that could go and primary someone. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was very smart what they did. Yeah, and it and it looks to have worked so far. Yeah, good. Well, we're two week. We're a week and a half in. So. We'll see. I mean, Congress hadn't screwed me in a week and a half. Yeah. That might be a new record. Uh, I think it is. And I think the last time that happened was probably uh, 17, eight, um, no. 89, 89. Oh, yeah. I was going to say 1789. <laughs> yeah. 2017. Yeah. No, they I mean, screwed the shit out of us. I mean, uh, the Republican Party as a whole hadn't sold me out mm-hmm. in a week and a half. Like, man, I, I almost don't even know what to do myself. Right. Well, even even though some of the bills that they're passing through, or they will pass through, probably don't have a chance of passing. You know what? If they're passing bills we want that fail in the Senate, they're still not fucking us. Well, what what are the bills? <laughs> what, what are the bills? That, so there was two. They're not votes. passing Ooh. the bills that are fucking. Oh, us. right. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're talking uh, about a, committee. You know, I patch McCain lost a vote for uh, a committee chair. Yeah, well, he should. And lost it to one of the 20 yep. that held out mm-hmm. on McCarthy. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so good. Absolutely. What what was it I sent you guys? Dan Crenshaw is just John McCain without the depth perception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, it. I, I uh, that's a good one. I Travis, I I texted you a video. Uh-huh. This How much time a, we got? We, we gotta be getting close to a break, don't we? Yeah, we're about uh, about a minute and a half out. So well, let's wait till after beer reviews. We'll, we'll wait, yeah, wait till after beer we'll reviews. Till after beer reviews so this would be a great time to tell you uh thanks in advance for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Uh, you should do that 18 or over, you know, 15 or over. I've heard some language from 15 year olds that would fit our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anybody on a sports team. Yeah. Anybody on a sports <laughs> team, most teenagers, whether they admit it or not. Um, and uh, you know what, if you like, really like the podcast, you're a listener, you can actually help us out by going to patreon.com forward slash driveway Liberty podcast. And sponsoring us. You can sponsor us as a regular listener. You don't have to have a business. And depending on the sponsorship level, you can actually get some free stuff out of it, man. We've had mm-hmm. we've had several people get free t-shirts and coffee cups and stickers and and what have you by sponsoring the cast. And we would love to have you that have you as a supporter. And you know what? If you support us, we will mention your name right here on the podcast. With that being said, it is time for to take a break. We're going to take a quick one. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, guys, it's Wes. want to thank you so much for helping our podcast grow. We are so excited about the growth we've experienced in our listenership this year. And we're very excited to be able to now offer sponsorships for liberty-minded business owners right here on our podcast. So reach out to us. You can contact me directly at Wes at WesHerndon.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Send us a message, man, if you're interested. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. And maybe if you're local or nearby, we can actually shoot a podcast directly at your business. Either way, let's get back to the broadcast. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time. I didn't do this last time, but. For beer reviews. Beer reviews. Beer reviews. Beer reviews. All right, Dan. That's kind of nice. I like the music. Hey, thanks, man. You know, we try to do what we can over here in the production booth. Uh, what you got, man? What you drinking there, Daniel? So I've got a new beer, which uh, isn't new to the crowd, but it's new to me. I've ha- I've never had it before. Uh, but Travis loves it. It's called Truck Stop Honey Brown Ale. Yeah, hey. well, that's good stuff. Yeah, so it's the uh, Back 40 Beer Company. Gaston, Alabama? Yep. Yep. They used to sponsor uh, that TV show I used to do. So, uh, yeah, I've had that. It's good. Nice. It is very good. Actually, of all the beers they sent, that was the good one. That was the good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got the, it's not perfect, Freckled Pig. They didn't send that. Yeah, that one's pretty good. They sent some some ale or something like that, and um, this got a, a lager, little, and then that got a little bit of, of truck stuff. This is six percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The first time I had that's that a was sweet spot. We, I think six percent is when we were living spot. in Tuscaloosa, and I was like, I just saw a truck stop, and I was like, Yo, I gotta try this, and it was actually pretty damn good. It was my go-to beer for a while. Nice truck stop honey, Alabama wildflower honey. Yeah, there you go. Nice. There you go. 
Well, uh, Travis, you want to talk about your box wine over there because your heart condition? <laughs> so it's not a heart condition; it's high blood pressure. That is true. All right, and it's apparently not to true because blood pressure look, comes from the. Uh, look, I blood pressure be, is not nearly the strength and comedic value as a heart condition. Yeah, I let's just let's just point that Let me out. Be very clear, because we had a long discussion last time. 16.9 ounces or 500 milliliters for those keeping the score. There okay. you go. Dan. Round it up. Yep. This is a uh, 2021 vintage. Okay. Uh, from Chile. You know, and I would say it has a rich aroma. Like Texas chili or like the country? <laughs> uh, Chile. Chile. Uh, Chile. Uh, uh, where our boy uh, just blanked on it. Pele? Not Pele is from Brazil. Right. And dead. Uh, That's true. The dude with the helicopters. He was from Chile. Which, which dude with the helicopters? Like the guy that's doing the tours of Destin? No. <laughs> the guy that threw commies out of the helicopters. Che? No, not Che. That's, uh, that's anyways. Uh, but you know, I would say it probably has uh, rich aromas of dark fruit, and it complemented by a deep, lush body. Right. Ooh. Yeah. The Sounds, finish is soft. Sounds better by the right. minute. <clears throat> but long with lingering notes of berry. And red dye number nine. <laughs> and <laughs> it's also available in three liter boxes. And it's 13.0% alcohol. It looks like one of those uh, those milk protein drinks. Available right? yeah. near any trailer park anywhere. <laughs> hey, man, this is... Black Box, man. Black Box has 70 gold medals in worldwide competitions. Uh, Sir. Man, look, wrestling doesn't count when if it comes I, to wine. If I, wanted the tra- <laughs> if I wanted the trailer park version, I would have got the Vendangi. <laughs> the Vendangi. The Vendangi. Mad Dog, I hear, is coming out with a <laughs> right. new uh, line. Oh, uh, yeah. New Mad Dog 2020. So. I don't even got a rewards program, which I might have to jump on now because I'm going to drink a glass of red wine every night for my heart. So, anyways, right. yeah. There you go. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm also drinking a new beer because I just opened it up a few minutes ago and it was brand new to me. Miller Lite. You had to pull your. <laughs> he had to pull his coolie down to look at the freaking. <laughs> look, you can tell Wait, the, the, the Yankee this, in the group's calling it, a koozie a coolie. Yeah. Well, you, you like pulled it down and you were like. Miller Lite. <laughs> well, I thought we were still on TV, so I was going to, you know. You were going to throw it up in the I camera. was going to throw it on the camera. Yeah, I did the Dan. I held it up in front of the camera awkwardly for, like, a few more seconds than you probably should have. Right. Yeah. 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 Listen. You got to do what you got to do. I hear you. All right. Hold on. I got some audio. Oh, nice. So, Wes, you brought up the Florida Keys. Yes. So, give us a little background. I don't know exactly. I kind of know what's happening, but. Well, I, I mean, I can't say that I've uh, studied the situation, but there have been several, several immigrants show up in rafts down there in the Florida Keys. Which isn't rare for the Florida Keys. It's not rare, but it's been in larger numbers. Matter of fact, we had a raft roll up here. Really? In the last week, empty, which tells you to whoever was in it. Wah, wah, wah. Didn't make it. So, anyways, so the problem some of the residents are having is they're having to pay to have these boats cleared. Yeah. And one guy said it was up to $2,500. Well, our governor had a response to that today. Mm-hmm. Governor. 
pretzels left everywhere and people's property and all this. So we declared a state of emergency. We provided uh, Coast Guard the assistance that they've asked for. We are going to clear the vessels free of charge for those residents because it wasn't their their fault. Maybe we'll send the bill to Biden. We'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> love that dude. Like he is always on point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now let's play the video we teased because we didn't have time to play it. Right. Now, give me just a second. So, Dan, you talk about the video while I get it queued up. And Dan's got to refresh his memory because he's drinking this uh, truck stop. Okay. So, this is the Kaufman Institute for coincidence. Don't don't even tee it up. Just play it. Okay. Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. Right. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? Yep. For each new patient, Kaufman's talented team of doctors strap on their blinders and look directly at the problem area, usually the heart, just like the CDC recommends. <laughs> Our main campus now treats myocarditis, blood clots, heart arrhythmia, Stroke, heart attack, magnetic skin, difficulty breathing, full body blisters and burning, convulsions, kidney failure, memory loss, cancer, sudden death, and much, much more. Give your coincidence the attention it deserves, but not the wrong kind of attention. At Kaufman, schedule your appointment today at KaufmanCoincidence.com and receive a doctor's note with a real sciencey sounding explanation to provide to your anti-vax friends, proving to them it was definitely not the vaccine that caused your coincidence. Kaufman, because coincidences happen pretty much all the time. Right? Official <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that is brilliant. internet, man. So guys, I know this isn't, I mean, you're hearing this, you know, probably on Monday. Or whenever I decide to get it out. Um, but Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter of Elvis, the king of rock and roll, mm. has died. Oh. Yep. She, How old was she? 54 years old. Jesus. So she outlived him by two years. And she didn't die on the toilet like he did. Mm. Poor joke. Sorry. How'd she die? Heart conditions. Oh. Um, there's been a lot a of a lot of speculation, but she also did have a history of cocaine use abuse. She also was married to Michael Jackson for a short time. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just a coincidence. Yeah, that's definitely just a coincidence. So I just went to KaufmanCoincidence.com. Yeah, it's actually pretty neat. They have Nuremberg 2.0. T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yep, 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 yep. 
So we we talked <clears throat> in the 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 previous cast about um be more specific then which which previous cast? The one before this one. Okay. So the the live stream. Yeah, the live stream. Okay. Uh about a little bit about the 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 hive mind and just following um you know whatever your whatever the whatever your captors tell you to uh to to spout out so i want to read you a tweet because it's pretty telling and i think it's kind of like a window into the soul of liberals man we're getting deep yeah so lauren bobert put out a tweet that said every plane in America is currently grounded due to system error. Mayor Pete Bravo. This is what happens when you hire clueless liberals for jobs. They aren't qualified to do. Mm. So she put out that tweet, obviously uh, last week when the glitch software glitch, whatever yeah, shut down like, all the airlines. Yeah. You're right. So the liberal who, shared her or retweeted it with a quote, basically said, Secretary Buttigieg is a Rhodes Scholar, Harvard and Oxford alum, and served in Afghanistan for the U.S. Navy as an intelligence officer. If anyone is up for the task, it's him. He is by far extraordinarily qualified for his job. We can't say the safe, that's, we can't say that is the same for everyone in Washington. The last part's obviously big on her, but literally the the left likes to insult Bobert as stupid they kind of make fun of her but mayor pete is the transportation secretary and he seems to be as incompetent as you could possibly be for the job and yet the left wants to throw out all of his qualifications which have nothing to do with the job. Right. right. And I also want to point out that Afghanistan is a landlocked country. And if he was in the Navy, he was definitely not on a boat when he was in Afghanistan. So there you go. Okay. I mean, I'm, I just thought that was relevant. He's Navy, but he's serving in Afghanistan. But the point is, well, they want Navy they want SEALs to, served in Afghanistan. They want to throw out. Was Budigag in the SEALs? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, he was a rear admiral. Heyo, <laughs> heyo. But they want to throw out these credentials, and in reality, the only credentials that really qualify are the ones that actually pertain to the job, right. That you're doing. Like none of those credentials that yes. this person spouted out about him. Had had anything to do with transportation, being able secretary. to run the United States hey, Transportation Secretary. Dan, he was the mayor of a hundred thousand person town. What do you mean he's not qualified to run transportation? Well, if you dig into the his mayoral uh, job performance, it pretty much sucked. He's probably run a few trains. Whoa! Oh, hey, oh. Oh. All right. Welcome to the driveway comedy hour. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually liberals out there that think this guy should be president. Yeah. 
There's actually liberals out there that believe that you should chop off your peepee too. Oh, true. That's true. True. There's Solid actually one. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Way too many. Yep. So let's go. I want to go back to one of the conversations in the live stream when we talked about you know the Joe Biden and top secret documents, all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if on a national stage, I mean. To replace Biden, Kamala, who didn't get a single delegate in her own state of California. Right. When she ran for president. Got wrecked by Tulsi. Yeah. Yeah. Wrecked. I mean, that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you got Booty Gag that I don't think he got any delegates, or maybe he did get a few, but he was running like fifth or sixth. Yeah. Like their benches, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe maybe you don't care when you can just <clears throat> fortify elections, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. I guess we're not on YouTube. I can well, say if, you, if mean, you're just going to steal elections, dude, then. Well, the, Biden's the president. Like Biden was one of the worst candidates ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, well, fucking Obama. Was well, a terrible candidate? No, no, no. He's wrong. a great speaker. But he was a terrible candidate. He had no political history, literally. They don't care. He, except for the six months in the Senate, before that, he was a community, community organizer. organizer. Before that, he was a professor at um, Ivy League yeah, school. Yeah, but even from a, from a, they don't from give a political a standpoint, from a optics and what you want in a candidate, Obama was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he filled the role well. Biden does not fill the role well. No, 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 Biden can't talk. Well, the only he can't way, remember his ass from a hole in the ground. The only way you nominate Biden is if you think you can fortify an election. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because Biden was running what fourth? Yeah, fifth. Fifth, fifth going into Super in, Tuesday. In Iowa, yeah, mm-hmm. and then just magic. Bernie, Bernie was destroying him. Booty gag, Klobuchar. You know, like three or four people drop out and all endorse. Well, I think Elizabeth won't. No, Elizabeth it was Warren North Carolina, here. right? That he that he won. Yeah. I think it was South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, there we go, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. South. I mean, I don't mean to change gears. Okay. Yeah, it sounds do. like you do mean. You to change absolutely. Gears. Do. I absolutely mean. If, if you to meant change that. Gears. next time you say that, say, listen, I want to change gears. Yeah. Look, look, look. I'm gonna change. I'm gears. going to change gears. Did y'all hear about the migrants um, up in uh, New York? That are drinking all day and having sex in the stairs in the taxpayer-funded New York hotels. I'm just going to going on the record here. I now identify as a migrant. <laughs> I mean, like how you have. I'm moving. Right, yeah. I'm moving to New York. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. If 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 you just left a country that. All right, let's just play the narrative, okay? Uh huh. You just left a country that was oppressing you. Right. You couldn't find work. You're looking for a better life. Mm-hmm. You go across the border and you find it right there. They in a hotel put you in on a plane or a bus or whatever, mm-hmm. and they send you to the greatest city on earth, New York City, right? Yep. I'm playing to the narrative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You go to New York City. They put you in, up in a posh hotel. 
and basically well, fucking say, a motel six is a posh hotel compared to most of the basically say hey listen here's some money order room service get you some beverages relax for a while mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna take care of you yeah why the fuck wouldn't you party down dude exactly yeah. i mean why i'm not blaming you? them i'm not blaming them <laughs> yeah. Well, did y'all see that Eric Adams and Lori Lightfoot had a joint letter to uh, Jared Polis, the Democrat governor of Colorado, saying, "Hey, stop sending the <laughs> the migrants or whatever." You know, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we can't handle them anymore. Stop sending them here. Uh, but yeah, and look, I don't like Polis, but of the Democrats out there, he he's probably one of the f- more normal ones. And so, but he was like, nah, my folks don't like this. We, we got to get them the hell up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was funny. That yeah. was amazing. But, I, you know, I mean, if you want to be a sanctuary city, be a sanctuary city. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Hold live yours. it. Live yeah. it. Come yeah. on. You, you either own it or you don't, man. You like, go, you're going to support all this shit. You, you know, yeah. go all own in. Shit. Live it, do it, yeah. own it. Absolutely. Yeah. I declare my homestead. A Second Amendment sanctuary. Yes. Homestead. Yes. Same. Yes, me too. Speaking of which, good friend of the bo- podcast spoke at a uh, legislative um, thing where Shane Abbott, our state representative, and Jay Trumbull held in Defuniac Springs, and she brought up constitutional carry in that forum on the record. Um. To our representatives. Obviously, we've mentioned that to them. But uh, this is a publicized forum that went on in Defendiac Springs because the state reps and the state senators in the state of Florida, by law, have to hold forums in every county they represent. And um, I thought that was a really cool thing and a good topic. So kudos to Mary Howard, the driveway supporter of the week. How was it perceived? Did she, did she say anything? Uh, no, because I mean, at the time of this airing, well, well, Shane, it's like ten minutes after she finished speaking. Well, so. well, Shane, Shane, and, <laughs> Shane and Jay have both said on the campaign trail that they would. Yeah, and, I, and I, again, I stand by, which is great for Jay because he's one of the red flag guys. Right. Well, I, I know I, I I'm pretty sure DeSantis has gone on the record saying if it's put on his desk he'll sign well he's been saying that for years now yeah so i mean it, it, we just got to get it out of committee and and get it in there right and now that one certain person is not in the florida house i've been told by multiple folks it's gonna just gonna fly through do it i, I mean that, literally do I, it i want to go to work tomorrow you, look, you got, with my 45 on my hip okay well i mean you can you can i'm still not gonna open carry oh i am I'm, I might, I might. I'll, I'll have a concealed. A, like, I, mean. I am absolutely <laughs> gonna open carry. Absolutely every day, all day. Fucking. Let me explain why it's bad to barrel. open carry. Why? Because you'll be the first to be shot if there's a gunman in there that's coming to rob the Tom Thumb that you're stopping in to get a, you know, a six pack of beer or whatever. I'm He's going to see you. Yeah, a six pack of fizzies, truly's. He's going to see you. He's going to see you're carrying. So before he goes up and asks for the money, he's going to gun you down. It's my time to go. It's my time to go. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. 
But anyways, <laughs> I'm going to open carry. I, I think there's too much positive momentum around it not to. And if it doesn't, I mean, it, DeSantis is going to – that's going to be a a, call, a hallmark of his. Mm-hmm. And I think with Sprouls and Simpson out of the way in the House and the Senate, I think you're – I want to walk through Publix and walk by a couple that's wearing a mask mm. with my fucking 45 on my hip mm. and just enjoy the reaction. Okay, so now you're trying to talk me into it. We got peepees? Now, what if – now, let me ask you this. What if Publix, who's a private company, said, we would prefer you not to do that in here? You prefer? They have that right. They would say, you know, this you can't carry in here. Well, it's my constitutional right to It's do just that. like the hospital. I would make them throw me out. Oh, my goodness. Man, that's going to be a long night. Yep. I would, <laughs> I would, I would make them throw me out. It's going to be a long night for Dan. Up yep. with that puppy squealing all night. Uh, the puppy just dropped a uh, a, a smaller a little, a little something something. Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, right. for those of you that at home that are just now getting in to know, <laughs> Dan got him a new puppy, and the puppy just dropped a deuce in the driveway. Buckus the boxer. Yep, a little bitty puppy. And like in brand in, new. In eighteen months to two years. He'll be playing with Panther. Yeah. And they'll yeah. be two of the biggest dogs in the neighborhood. Oh, that dog. Uh, in, he'll, that in, dog in, in eight six months. Six to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. In eight months, that dog will be huge. Shh. I'm, no, I'm telling you. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big secret that the boxer is going to be quite large. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah. Huh? Not with me. Mm-mm. We got enough heart problems in my house. No, we, we, we're under constant we, we, we renovation. We can't take anymore. We're, we're under constant <laughs> renovation at my yeah. house. So. The house next door is empty. He could probably just move in and get squatters rights. Fuck right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, what else you got, Dan? Yeah. Hey, um, by the time you listen to this, they'll be in the middle of uh, Davos, the uh, World Economic Forum. Yeah. Take a guess how many Republicans are going to be there. 36. No, no, no. 29. No, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, you didn't put like parameters on. There's only 20 Americans there. Okay. Well, you, well, you didn't say, hey, of the X number, you just said. Of the 20 Americans. Twelve uh, Republicans. Twelve of which are in political positions: House, Senate, etc. Um, how many Republicans? So there's twenty Americans. Twelve of those Americans are in politics. Yeah, about more like ten. I, I don't. I I feel like five. Three. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, that Jesus. was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll be Republican. 79. Wait, no, no, no. There's only 20 Americans. Well, you didn't tell me that. You just said throw out a number. So Daryl Isa. Isa. Isa, California. Yep. Republican. Sounds about right. Dan Crenshaw, Texas. No. James Rish, Idaho, Republican. 
Maria Ovira. Man, I feel like we're Salazar. really drawing this out too much. <laughs> I mean, Florida. I really feel Republican. like we could yeah. speak yeah. faster. And... You're going to be there. So, what about this oh, rumor? Oh, wait, Michael Gallagher, that's four. Sorry. I just hey, four. what about the rumor I sent you guys that was perpetrated by Nikki Freed the other day? Let me let me read it to you. Is she going to, to Davos? I don't know, Dan. It has nothing to do with Davos. Okay. Nikki Freed tweeted on Sunday, Saturday, excuse me. Happy first Saturday of 2023. Predictions. Jeanette Nunez, well, she wrote Janet Nunez. It's supposed to be Jeanette, the lieutenant governor of Florida. Janet Nunez runs for Miami-Dade mayor, and if she wins, in parentheses, or if not, calls her usefulness is over for Ron, Byron Donald goes in as LG, DeSantis creates a secession line. What you guys think about that? So. What? What? That was from Tho, right? Well, no, I just said Nikki Freed tweeted that. Oh, yeah. You should listen to the podcast sometimes. It's quite interesting. I was still on the thing I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but it was taking like forever. Guess who else is there? Oh, fuck. Nikki Freed. No, no way. What a fucking surprise. Anyways, back to the Florida stuff that actually matters. I don't think any speculation by Nikki Freed. Brian Kemp is is. there, too. Sorry, I was a lot more than just. Man, we we still still talk about that. Brian Kemp's going to Davos. Okay. What do I give a shit? He ain't my governor. Right. (coughs) Um. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no, no. Clearly, <laughs> you done? Like, you done, done. Uh, Right, yeah. You want to go through the entire lineup? John Kerry. You want to give us the breakout rooms? Uh, John Kerry. Like, what, what are the breakouts? What, what are the Friday morning breakouts? Mm. I might I might tune in. I don't know. Okay. All right. Samantha Power is going to be there. Sol- Zelensky 101 is one of the breakouts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I don't. I don't anything Nikki Freed tries to predict. I, I mean, I just ignore it. When you sent that, I saw it. I'm like, okay, nah. Well, let's know. say Nikki Freed, you know, one of the leaders of the Bikini Populist movement, right? Is it the leader? What's she doing now? She's still community organizing. Yeah, but like. I think I like Donalds. I think I could be down with Donalds as lieutenant governor and sliding up into the governor's seat. Yeah. Yeah. Donalds is not. Yeah. I think we played the clip said when they was about getting threatened, said, yo, I'm 6'2", 225. That don't scare me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he did say that. Or 6'2", 275. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't, yeah, you don't scare me. Right. But anyways, okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah, I guess that wasn't a very interesting topic, so. My no, I was on. I was on it, but um, Dan kept pushing Davos, and now I'm. I'm just tired. Right, just tired. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's just. I mean, it's. A, it's like uh, I'm gonna talk about Davos, whether y'all want to talk about it or not. That's well, I was true. in the middle of talking about it, and then. Well, but you were taking so fucking. You were like, you were doing like the. The, the captain, doing, doing the James N- the NPR. T. Kurt, dramatic draw out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way you asked the whole question was, 
How many probably is going to be there? You could have just said four, and right, yeah. we would have been done and yeah, moved here, on. Here's yeah. a four Republic. Yeah. Yep. But no. no. I thought that would have been an interesting topic to go. It would have been. It could have been. There was a <laughs> lot of potential there. There was a lot of potential there. <laughs> but asking a completely open-ended question with no context clues at all. Well, you know, it's, then we narrow it down from that point. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, maybe it's radio gold. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say it's probably not. Yeah, I'm going to make then that again, call. Then again, maybe it isn't. Then again, <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, there not. you go. How much time we got? We are fucking out of time. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I hate to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you Imagine like. Imagine if I didn't stretch it out, we'd have to come up with. We, we would have been able to talk about <laughs> some. We, we would have actually been able shit. to talk about Florida politics instead of some dumbasses in Georgia. Right. So if you didn't get a chance, speaking of Florida politics, we actually aired a speech of Jimmy Patronus, chief financial officer of the state of Florida. It's out there on Spotify and what what have you, iTunes. All the podcast apps. Audible, all of it. Yeah, it's out there, man. Go check it out. Where you get your podcast from. And uh, he's actually a pretty interesting speaker. I mean, you know, he. He is good panhandle boy. Yeah, he is. He yeah, he's from Panama City Beach, and yep. mm-hmm. check it out. He got an elementary school named after him down there. I don't know if it's him or his dad. Or I'm sure it's the whole family. I think it's his grandma. It's a long line of Patronus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to say this on the air. I, I've said this off the air a couple of times. All right. Uh, so we're big Harry Potter fans in the house. We've read oh, all the books. Gonna, I'm glad he said in the house because we are not big. Harry Potter fans. Oh yeah, why not? I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Really? You just didn't like it, or yeah, what? I'm yeah. not into the Harry Potter shit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Y'all like Harry Potter, right? Uh, Brooklyn does. I mean, I I'm, I'm not so, like uh, I'm I've not re- like I've actually a uh, hot take. I'm I've like, read every one of the books, and we watch the movies at Thanksgiving. It's kind of like become a Thanksgiving tradition for us. Cool. It's um, cool that you like Harry Potter. Uh, I, don't I don't know if it's like cool. Harry Potter. It's okay for me not to like him. It's okay for you to like him. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but anytime there there's a something in the Harry Potter books where Harry Potter casts this particular spell to dispel these evil things. And he says, Expecto Patronum. So anytime I see Jimmy Patronus's name. I think of Harry Potter, <laughs> and I say expecto Patronus. That that's should not radio, have been as that's as, radio gold. Right should there. not have taken nearly as long. Correct. And and Dan's interjections about not liking Harry Potter actually ruined my whole story. Let me just throw that out there. Well, I guess my question is, did you get what you expect, though, out of Patronus? <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen to the speech yet. so mm. uh, It was pretty good. but uh, Jimmy's uh, a good guy. Did you get some free lunch at Cantina Laredo? Man, yeah. I got me a salad. Yeah. which but A taco salad or just a salad? No, it was a salad with some chicken in it. I don't know what the salad was called. I didn't know its name, but I ate it. I could have went taco salad. I, I didn't get a choice. They put the salad in front of me. Oh, okay. Okay. And I ate it. All right. You need a better agent. That, that, that's pretty pretty cliche for a women's <laughs> you need, meeting. You need a better to just agent. Just be serving salad and chicken. 
Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was dessert, and it was on point. Well, all right. Well, was it go. fried ice cream? Mm, it, no, it was ice cream on uh, some piece of chocolate cake. Well, that okay. wasn't uh, a total loss, then. No. Oh, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I am your Uncle Wes, here for Dan, who hates Harry Potter. I don't hate him. I just don't like him. And, okay. And and Trav. <laughs> heart condition traff we'll see you next time on the driveway liberty podcast burnt sugar (laughs) thank you